Welcome back to the We Know Fantasy Podcast. My name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. I am joined here, as always, by Zach Van Meter. Zach, how are you today, man? I am fantastic. As I was saying pre-recording, still coming off that uh, amount of energy from the Cowboys' big W yesterday. Got to be in attendance in the stadium and watch one of the most improbable victories I've ever witnessed. So, good times, and now I'm ready to bring some of that juju to our listeners to help them win their week and get some gold on the waiver wire this week. And what a week it is. This is a very important waiver wire week as about half the league went down with injuries uh, (laughs) yesterday. So a lot to be had on this waiver wire, Um, a lot of things to pay attention to. And that's what we do here every Monday night. Zach and myself bring you the waiver wire wish list. Uh, Zach, where people find you on social media, man. They can follow me on the Twitter and the Instagram at TecmoZach. That's T-E-C-M-O-Z-A-C-K. There it is, the throwback video game and the throwback reference to the Twitter and the Instagram. Yes. As always, my name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. It can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fantasy. Remember, guys, we have five weekly podcasts now coming out, as well as about one to two articles dropping on our website every single day. So we're pumping out that fantasy football content left and right. So make sure... You're visiting WeKnowFantasy.com to catch up the latest news coming from our fantastic team of contributors. Last week, week two, we had a uh, few busts and not too many victories in the waiver wire wish list. Kirk Cousins had one of the worst games you'll see out of a quarterback, 1.52 points, and I'll take that on my shoulders as, as my suggestion. Uh, Mr. Dabrisky had 15.2, Adrian Peterson 4.1, Malcolm Brown 4.7, Joshua Kelly another great week there, 13.3 points. Naheem Hines only had 1.4, Marquez Valdez-Scantley 9.4, Alan Lazard 7.5, Russell Gage popping up yet again 16.6 points, Mike Williams with 3.4, Jimmy Graham with 2.8, and Logan Thomas with 6.6. That's how we did last week, guys. Real quick, running down that, trying to be transparent with you guys and showing that, uh, you know, we're not always right. And when you play the waiver wire, you're not always going to be right. But, you know, you got to take your chances, you got to swing for the fences and hope you land on some. And that's what we're here to suggest today. As always, we have a quarterback. Each of us has a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, and a tight end for you guys. And we'll kick it off here with Zach's quarterback to add this week. All right. Uh, My first one is he's been kind of a two two pretty mediocre starts, but I like the matchup a lot this week. So if you're quarterback needy, which uh, some of us are in these weird times, uh, Phillip Rivers is my stream this week. He is 16% owned in ESPN, 27% on Yahoo!, The reason why I like him this week is because he plays the Jets. So I could see three touchdowns in the realm of possibility for the man this week for sure. Yeah, that Jets team is very poor as the 49ers hung about 31 points on them with playing pretty much their second string. uh, Yeah, the injuries those guys went through. But yeah, Phillip Rivers, anyone against this Jets team is going to be great. And it just so happens that this week, Phillip Rivers, who's readily available on the waiver wire, is here to uh, help you out. I actually I fared from last week against the uh, the Vikings. I mean, he won the game, but <clears throat> the game script kind of went against him as Vikings could not get anything going. As we mentioned, Kirk Cousins' performance. Oh, uh, they're going to pound the rock. They're going to pound the rock. That's for sure, and that's what they did for sure over there against Minnesota. Yeah, we could see that again this week, but you know, Philip Rivers has an upside. Maybe the Jets will turn something and put some points up on the board. <clears throat> And, you know, also with the Jets, the one thing they do kind of well is run defense. Although I know Mostert and uh, they all, and also McKinnon kind of gassed them for two big runs. But it's been yeah, first uh, play from scrimmage. Yeah, besides those two, they've been pretty steady. So, 
Yeah, besides those two. But anyhow, <laughs> my quarterback here to add is Gardner Minshew. Jacksonville Jaguars owned in 32% of Yahoo and 19 points or 19% of ESPN league. So I think it's safe to say that Minshew mania is back. This dude is on fire to start the season. The Jaguars are overperforming by a mile. We thought this would be one of the worst teams in the league and they're playing like a playoff contender. In my opinion, uh, through two weeks here, Minshew is the ninth highest scoring fantasy quarterback. And for this week coming up, he is the ninth uh, highest projected scoring for a quarterback as well. He went for 339 yards and three touchdowns last week against a very quality Titans defense, honestly. Uh, yeah. we, a lot of people wrote him out of this game, wrote that team out of this game, but he kept up with them. And uh, you know, and now he has Miami this week, which we talked about that you know fierce uh, cornerback tandem that they actually have there. But Josh Allen threw for 417 and four touchdowns last, last week against this Miami defense. So nothing to be scared about there. Gardner Minshew with all that swag he has. Uh, he's playing with a chip on his shoulder, pretty much playing for his job because he knew if he was to, uh, you know, <clears throat> make his bed this season that this team would draft Trevor Lawrence and he'd be without a job. But he's making it look like he could be this a quarterback out of the future. So not even streaming. This could be your quarterback one for the rest of the season here, readily available on the waiver wire. Absolutely. He is a QB one right now, and he plays Miami on Thursday, like you said. He's got the swagger. He's doing it. Uh, he needs... It's I cannot believe the roster percentage with him still. It is entirely too low. He needs to be owned. Like he's a priority over Phillip Rivers. He is a must add this week. Yeah, I feel the same. So moving forward to the running backs, <clears throat> we have a uh, a lot of these. I think all of these actually we're going to mention have to do with some form of injury happening to someone ahead of them, and the on the roster. And that's what you do in the waiver wire. Take advantage of those weeks where a uh, starter could be out. But my first running back here is Jarrett McKinnon. Only 23% of Yahoo, 19.1% of ESPN leagues. Uh, Raheem Mostert uh, could miss a couple weeks, could miss one week. Tevin Coleman to miss multiple weeks. So this leaves McKinnon and Jeff Wilson there in the backfield. Uh, if they are to add one of the rookie backs to the you know the 40-man the roster this week uh, for the game. But, uh, you know, Mostert has an MCL injury. Coleman went down with a knee. So... McKinnon's going to be pretty much the lead guy. We have Nick Mullins throwing the ball now for about four to six weeks with Jimmy G down with injury as well. So they're going to be uh, have to rely on the likes of Jarrett McKinnon, who actually had a very you know decent outing last week. He has now scored a rushing and a uh, receiving touchdown for, for through the first two weeks after not playing for two years. Uh, still shows that he has that speed towards his Jets defense on a, on a great run. Third and, and uh, 29. Third yeah, and 29. Well, that's what it was, and got the first down. Got the first down right up the middle. And, uh, you know, turn on the afterburners. They call this guy Jet for a reason. Um, you know, very fast, very elusive. And Nick Mullins playing quarterback, you could expect maybe some more running, maybe some more passes out of the backfield. So look for sure. Jer- uh, Jared McKinnon to have a great performance while the likes of Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman are sidelined. And even Absolutely. even even if they are there, he has standalone value. He's proven he's had over 13 fantasy points in back-to-back weeks now. So even with a, a Mostert active, he has standalone value. So he's a great add this week. Oh, absolutely. I co-sign on that completely. He's got juice, man. Uh, we talk about it. You know, that's a phrase that I say a lot. I think on your fantasy team, those are the kind of guys you want on your bench and you want that you're plugging in when you get injuries or, or home run hitters because that's what that's what wins weeks and that he's he proved it. Third and 29 and he had a 55-yard touchdown. Are you kidding me? Like, what? Yeah, run the ball in third and 29 and geez. <laughs> Anyhow, Zach, who's your first running back for this week? All right, mine is Mike Davis. Um, we ha- I did, a, did not actually, when uh, you and I were going over our picks this morning, I did not originally have him on the list, but uh, this was before the breaking news that CMC, 
Christian McCaffrey was going to miss uh, more closer to six weeks than like maybe one or two. Um, beat writer Joe Person um, on the Panthers was asked, will this be more of a split between Reggie Bonifant and Mike Davis? His quote is, no. All signs suggest this will be more of Davis's show. Matt Rule loves Davis's starting experience with the Seahawks and his versatility. He had eight catches for 74 yards at the end of the game, FYI. Mike Davis, to me, is a priority add, and he's available everywhere. 0.8% owned in ESPN, Jesus. 4% owned in Yahoo. So he's on your waiver. Um, I have number one waiver priority in a league that uh, I've been forsaken by Godwin and Miles Sanders so far. So far, I almost won yesterday if Cam could have just found a way in the end zone at the very end, some by throwing it or passing it. But 0-2 and, and I have number one, I'll be picking up Mike Davis, and uh, he will be starting for me this week. Uh, it's good, too. That's one thing I was worried about. Like, man, is this another guy I would pick up, and he's going to split carries, or we're going to get kind of rope-a-dote, but... Uh, beat writers making quotes like that, that's a good thing, a good boost of confidence as well. So Mike Davis is my priority ad. Yeah, these guys that are like imprinted into these teams making quotes like that, you have to believe them. You know, they're around right. these, these teams every single day, uh, every minute of every day, and that's what they do. Um, they have a favorable schedule coming up. They have Chargers this week, Cardinals, Falcons, Bears, Saints, Falcons. That's about the six weeks that CMC could miss there. So some great matchups here against some rather low-end uh, defenses <clears throat> and some high-scoring games here before Mike Davis to see some work. Uh, like you said, he is probably the number one waiver priority of anyone this week just because that that uh, Panthers offense is just built around a running back, so you know Mike Davis will get the volume. And uh, you have six weeks, which puts you in you know week eight. You're only three or four weeks shy of the playoffs at that point, so you're going to know very well where you stand. So you have to make sure you go out and grab Mike Davis, in my opinion. Right. Honestly, this is probably the hardest matchup this week versus the Chargers for him in the oncoming next five-game slate. Yep. All right. So this is kind of a threefold here, I guess. Um, (laughs) So I didn't know which direction to go with with this, with Saquon Barkley going down with an ACL tear out for the season. So we don't know which way this Giants backfield will go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offer Devontae Freeman first. He's only 11% of Yahoo and 19% or 7.9% of ESPN League. So I really thought by the time we were recording this that Devontae Freeman would be on the New York Giants. He went there early today uh, to work out for the team. Um, all signs point towards him signing with them. I didn't see anything coming from that report him with him there in New York that you know something went wrong, that they weren't going to sign the guy. Uh, still a free agent at this time. So I still believe he'll be on the you know, he'll be the Giants running back. Maybe not this week, you know, if he is to sign, you know, tomorrow or Wednesday. It's kind of late in the week to really get in line for a San Francisco 49ers defense is coming at him. But uh, you know, if he does not sign, don't worry, you still have the likes of Wayne Gallman, who was, you know, Saquon's backup, took over when he was injured last year. He's owning one percent of Yahoo and zero point four percent of ESPN leagues. The kind of the hot name here is Deion Lewis. He's only 6% of Yahoo and 0.9% of ESPN leagues. But, you know, Deion Lewis is your pass-catching change of pace back, not a workhorse. Wayne Gallman, I believe, would be the you know running back to own if Devontae Freeman does not sign with the New York Giants. And, and Nate the Great, another thing to note is that, so chances are, if, I'm, if I was a betting man, I would say if there's any Devontae Freeman news, it's going to come Wednesday or Thursday. Okay, so... There might be a chance your league mates are sleeping on the acquisition. So you make if, if I'm running waivers on a Giants back, I think I'm setting priority one as Devonta Freeman. 
And all of the every people are pumping Dion Lewis real and not Gallman because Gallman was inactive. I do think Gallman is the guy for this weekend. So there's a very good chance that you could get one on the first run through and then one on the second as well. So I would I would try to do the a pairing if you can to kind of see how what shakes out throughout the week. I don't know if I would have the uh, the stones to start Gallman this week. I might want to see it if I if I'm gifted that opportunity. But uh, last season, when he was needed, he did well. He got in the end zone. So I I don't love the matchup versus the 49ers, but they're banged up. But Gallman is there. So that, that kind of is how I might play it. I don't know how you feel about that. But Deion Lewis, yeah. I think, is fade out of the three. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think, like I said, I really believe Freeman's going to be the New York Giants running back come end of this week. But this week, Gallman should, should be the play. Uh, but like you said, I don't know if I'm playing him. Saquon couldn't get anything going behind the offensive line. So who knows what Wayne Gallman can do. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? We'll see what's going forward. These are the type of guys you want to throw on your bench due to volume uh, mainly. But, yeah. So another running back. One more for us here. Zach, take it away. All right. So I'm actually a big fan of this guy. I had him in three of my leagues last year as a rookie because I thought Todd Gurley was absolutely washed. And he just really couldn't put the playbook together. It's uh, Daryl Henderson on the Rams. Um, yesterday you had an injury to Malcolm Brown, which looks like he'll be fine and good to go for Sunday, by the way. Uh, Cam Akers is day-to-day with a rib injury. I would be super surprised if he played this week. So Henderson is my ad. Uh, he's a little bit more owned in ESPN, 44%. Yahoo only 32. He had 82 yards rushing, a touchdown, and 40 receiving, and looked rather electric. I think that um, and I think you'd probably side with me here that Henderson and Mike Davis are probably the two safest to start this week in your lineup if you are a CMC or Barkley owner, probably. Whereas the Giants situation, we want to watch it. But um, I like Henderson a lot. He looked really good running the ball. That's a, that's a good offense, which means red zone opportunities will be knocking on the door. Yeah, um, it looks like Cam Akers separated some ribs. That doesn't sound too too, you know, great on my end if you separate your ribs so he's considered day-to-day but you know look for him to miss a week or two where you know daryl henderson was kind of the odd man out here you know malcolm brown kind of the favorite of the coaching staff there and he got the start through the first two weeks and cam Akers that hot rookie coming in but daryl henderson was a was a somewhat early drafted running back last year had a lot of hype because like you said the todd Gurley situation people were drafting him because of that didn't really get his chance last year showed some glimpses when he did touch the ball but uh, like you said, this this year uh, could be his year, get some chances under him, sophomore season. I'm a, I'm a big Henderson fan myself. I think he runs hard, runs uh, elusive, uh, a lot like a Todd Gurley, if you were to ask me. Uh, just not that level of Todd Gurley. But, yeah, I think he's a great running back. And like you said, this Rams offense is potent. Look what they did to the uh, Eagles last week. So uh, if you have a person getting several touches, a lot of volume on that Rams offense, definitely worth the ad by the waiver wire. Well, all right, moving on. Wide receivers. Zach, you have the first one here. And, uh, you know, this is a, a familiar name. Yes, it is. He is. Uh, there's a good chance this is the he is 2020's Devonte Parker. And with everything that's going on in 2020, it makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Um, this man is Corey Davis. He had a great week last week. This week he had three catches and a touchdown. 35 percent owned in ESPN, a little bit more in Yahoo, 42 um, you know, AJ Brown, I've got bad vibes, man. Chances are, I would say 
my spider senses would tell me maybe another week or two he's going to be out, which means this is all Corey Davis and Janu. Uh, I like the usage and the target share. And uh, he's also, they didn't opt into his contract, so he's playing for a contract right now. So it's something to pay attention to as well. He's available. I, I say pick him up. Let's go. Yeah, Corey Davis was actually a former, what was he, fourth overall selection? Yes. Like he that. Top, yeah, he was a top 10 pick. I think he yeah. was that memory yeah. serves. So the, the value is there. You know, the talent is there. He just hasn't been able to get it going. A lot of that's been quarterback play in Tennessee uh, and offense. You know, it's been a pretty poor team up until, you know, last year, the year, or this year, they look like a competent team as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, Corey Davis was the guy I featured on my B team this week. If you haven't checked it out, it's an article I drop every, uh, what was it, Saturday night, yeah, where I make a team of uh, players owned in less than 40% of Yahoo and or ESPN leagues in hopes of scoring 100 points. But yeah, Corey Davis with A.J. Brown out should see a boatload of targets. Uh, PPR guy, you know, that type of player. And who do the Titans have, say, this week or uh, next week? Well, for me, with Corey Davis, too, while, while you're looking that up, I... I think that what's special about him as well is the fact that if you lost Sutton to injury or you lost Michael Thomas, I think you can plug him in as your starter right now. And don't expect numbers like that, by the way. But what will happen is you'll get production. He plays Minnesota this week, whose defense has just been porous. We just going to say that Minnesota matchup's too juicy not to play. Uh, week four is Pittsburgh, and then you got Buffalo after that. So you have two rough matchups coming up after that. But he is a... Put him in your lineup and get that W this week. Minnesota is doing nothing on defense. Yeah, that secondary is pretty much non-existent. Yeah. Uh, let's move on here. My wide receiver, top wide receiver I would add is Nikhil Harry, New England Patriots, Woo! former first-round selection last year. Actually, Bill Palachek's first-ever first-round selected wide receiver. Um, 27% owned in Yahoo and 39.6% owned in ESPN. So when someone has 12 targets... Hard to ignore. He had 12 targets yesterday, had six in week one, so that's 18 for the season. This New England offense is potent. Cam Newton looks to be back. They hung there with Seattle, who is one of the best offenses in the league. Uh, he's caught 13 of 18, and this is just early. You know, he struggled last year, but this is just early between him and Cam. This is only going to get, you know, stronger as the season goes on. So now's the time to scoop in and grab Harry before he ends up being Cam Newton's you know, I want to say he's his go-to because you still have the likes of Julian Edelman on that roster, but opposite Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry is a big play waiting to happen. Absolutely. You know, you hit the nail on the head. And he also has two looks inside of the red zone as well, one each game, which is super promising also as well because that's going to be a high-scoring offense. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So we'll move on here. Zach's last wide receiver of the day. Give it to us, Zach. All right, so this is an ad where you're, I don't want you starting him. Um, this is an ad where your team's doing well, you're 2-0, you're feeling good about your squad, but you need to cut a little fat on your bench. It's Michael Pittman. Uh, with the injury to Paris Campbell, Paris Campbell's going to be out of grip. Michael Pittman's already playing a lot of snaps, and he is a freak athlete. And if there's one thing I know about Phillip Rivers, it's it's or actually there's two things I know about Phillip Rivers. It's that he loves... Athletic tight ends, see Mo Cox, and he loves really tall wide receivers like Vincent Jackson that he had with the Chargers in some of his best years, and Michael Pittman fits that mold exactly. So he didn't have a great statistical game last week. It was three for 32, but he played 67 snaps and led the team. This team wants to run the ball 
Fun fact about Michael Pittman, he is the best blocker on the team. He actually out-snapped T.Y. Hilton by 25 snaps. Oh, he's 14. He's only 14% owned on, on ESPN, 15% on Yahoo. Stash this man on your bench. He's one of those rookies that will be a league winner like we saw last year with A.G. Brown. Uh, get him on your roster right now. I was just about to say he's a rookie, so give him some time to make the connection with Philip Rivers, and he could be a potent guy. Like you said, a fantastic athlete out of USC. Uh, you know, the son of a former football, uh, professional football player. Uh, fantastic hands. Some of the best hands in the draft, in my opinion, but that's neither here nor there. I love the guy. Uh, you know, he was a steal in the second round, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, grab the guy, stash him. And uh, you know, like you said, end of the season, you could be smiling all the way to the bank with your league, with your, with your league earnings in hand. Uh, yes. My next wide receivers are rookies, my rookie as well, Lavisca Chenault Jr. Yeah, so let's let's do this stack here with Minshew. Why not? So I know he only had eight targets thus far this season, but you know some of these are in the end zone. If you watch the games, he's doing well with these. He. Uh, like I said, the, uh, wide receiver is a very hard uh, position to transfer. One of the hardest, actually, to transfer from college to the NFL level. Um, but like I said, check out this check out this Jaguars uh, uh, schedule for the next four games. Dolphins, Bengals, Texans, Lions. All have allowed a lot of passing yards thus far this season. And therefore, LaVisca should, not, should see uh, an uptick in uh, targets production as he and Minshew uh, you know, develop further. Big body guy. Uh, you know, freak athlete as well. Talk about Michael Pittman as an athlete. LaVisca Chenault looks like, a, I don't even know what he looks like, a running back uh, out there with his hands tall. Um, does well in traffic. He's very good in traffic. So I like think Minshew. Cordell Patterson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he, he does it all. Uh, not the quickest guy, and I'd like to see uh, a better route running development, but that'll come with time. But I think the uh, Jaguars struck something here with uh, Chenault and I think he quickly turns into the wide receiver two outside there of, uh, you know, DJ Shark. Right. I See, what my opinion on him is you're going to see, like, when you look at your projections tomorrow um, and you're looking at, like, what, what hot ads you can do and everything else to see who's available, right? You're going to see that Cole, uh, Heenan Cole is his name, right, on the Jags will probably be the more protected yeah. receiver. Let your league mates go get him. Let, let them get him. Get, get LaVisha. Uh, Chenault instead and put him on your bench do the same thing as Pittman he's not might not be he maybe he is ready for prime time and we'll find out Thursday right but I, I would I would probably sit him this week but uh, I'm really high on both of these rookies they are they are I think these are the two that you want yeah like you said with Pittman grab Chenault now and stash him on your bench because come playoff time you know this could be uh this could be a Jaguars team scrapping their way to the playoffs and uh, Chenault could be a, a big part of getting them there, so make sure you have this guy in your roster. And you have so, a rush for as well with him. Yeah, yeah, that as well. So let's move on here to the Titans and wrap up the show. I'm going to go with a, a person we featured last week, actually, and that's Logan Thomas, Washington football team, owning 32% of Yahoo and 11% of ESPN leagues. So this is mainly because of volume. Um, he had nine targets in week two, eight targets in week one 17 targets if my math is correct there uh through the first two weeks is something you cannot ignore i know he only has 63 yards and a touchdown on those but he and Dwayne haskins are you know developing something special there 
you know, this isn't the greatest football team that went out and knocked off the Eagles. Didn't do too well against the Cardinals in a game I thought would be closer than it was. Um, but if you're looking for a tight end at this point of the season, you're probably looking for a backup, maybe a bye week guy. We haven't seen many injuries to the tight end position. Uh, but this is a guy, you know, getting a ton of targets. And when it comes to tight end position, you know, especially in PPR formats, you want the, that volume and want those targets. And Logan Thomas is definitely getting those looks from Dwayne Haskins. Absolutely. And, and Dwayne missed him in the end zone. So he had a red zone. He had yep, a yep. very good opportunity to touchdown again. And that's what you need. At, at the tight end position, you need a guy that need, gets touchdowns. And he's going to have that opportunity, it looks like, every game. And you know what? Haskins does not look great. But he does look better every time he gets on the field. So I don't know what if that's saying much because his version of better <laughs> is still not like top twenty, obviously. But you know, a month from now, Logan Thomas could be uh, like Darren Waller two from last year. So just keep keep an eye on him. I'm I'm also very high on Logan Thomas, the new LT, and you should add him. The new LT, I like that. All right, Zach, how about you wrap us up here with your tight end ad, which is a, uh, in my opinion, a league winner. Absolutely. And he's pretty wildly owned. I know this is kind of a cheat code like with Mike Williams last week, but it's still not enough. Our Yahoo owners are a little bit more savvy on this guy. ESPN, not so much. ESPN is only 40%. Yahoo's 68. It's uh, Johnny Smith on the Titans. He had 90 yards the first week and last week he had two touchdowns. Uh, 84 yards and two touchdowns. He is in beast mode. I picked him up uh, last year. When Delaney went down in a few of my leagues, big fan of his game. He is a phenomenal tight end. He just hits all the metrics you could want. And it's a team where the tight end really is a position that the offense goes through. The offense goes through their tight end and Derrick Henry and then A.J. Brown. That's that's it. You know, and right now that would be Corey Davis because A.J. Brown is out. Uh, the target shares there. I'm such a big fan. I actually traded for him today in one of my leagues. So that's how high I am on Johnny Smith. Well, there you go. Actually, I drafted him as my tight end one in several leagues. Uh, more than, you know, probably half my leagues. Janu Smith is my starting tight end. Uh, I loved him last year. Like I said, when Delaney Walker went down, he stepped right in. And this is a team historically that loves to go through the tight end, like you said. Even with this coaching changes, somehow they just still lean on the tight end there. They always have a, you know, a, a quality fantasy tight end to produce for us here. Janu Smith is that guy moving forward. And, you know, like I said before, he's a league winner. This is a guy you can grab with the waiver wire. Plug into kind of position and you know don't have to worry about it for the rest of the season. Right. Just check if he's there. That that right there. I would say Mike Davis, Henderson, and Johnny over everyone if those three were there. And then Devontae Freeman probably. Uh but yeah, these are all I think we uh we like I said last week we had some hits, man. the wide receivers and one running back. Let's say uh, we're going we're going for all of it this week, man. I feel it. Yeah, so you guys have to realize we're talking about, you know, a dozen guys here or so. So not everyone we're talking about is going to hit uh, week in and week out, but they're going to have productive weeks. And, uh, you know, some of the guys we talk about will be monsters moving forward. So that's uh, that's part of what we do here in the We Know Fantasy Waiver Wire Wishlist Podcast. Before we sign off here, Zach, where can people find you on social media? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TecmoZach. All right. And remember, my name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. It can be found on Twitter. Instagram and Facebook, and visit WeKnowFantasy.com for some great fantasy football content, including daily articles and five podcasts a week. So until next week, guys, we'll see you. Boom.